People did tell me a lot oh, they like the ice noise. Did you spill it everywhere? <laughs> you drunk. I really wanted the sound. That's where we're staying. We're going to open with that. Hi, welcome to Roman Cinema. Uh, as always, my name is Ben, joined by Nate and Jake. How are you guys doing? Doing well. How are you? Oh, dude, not as wet as Nate. I'm, I'm good, <laughs> except for the, the half my drink is gone now. Oh, it's a good start. It's a good start. Yeah, I, mine, mine's half gone too, but I put it all in my mouth where it's supposed <laughs> to go. Uh, so this week, we're going to be talking about a movie that I feel is going to make us talk a lot, Glass. Uh, the new M. Night Shyamalan movie, the sequel to Split. So if you haven't seen it yet, there's going to be spoilers for a long time. Uh, I'm going to put a marker in the notes of the podcast of when to start listening again. Uh, after that, we're going to talk about a couple movie trailers that we wanted to watch this week. Child's Play came out with a new trailer in yesterday, a movie about the Beatles because there's not enough. Uh, and then we're going to ask which TV series or season would have worked better as a movie instead of a season or series. Then we'll do Past Cast, Future Cast with Ferris Bueller's Day Off and the new X-Men. So, glass, huh? Speaking of glass, Nate just spilled his. Nate, why don't you go ahead and lead us off? I feel like you're going to have some strong opinions about this movie. I actually don't have as strong opinions as I thought I was going to have. God damn it. I know it's going to bum you out, but I mean, I don't hate it as much as I thought I was going to, so. That's impressive. It's a good thing. Yeah, Yeah. it's it's definitely between Split and uh, Unbreakable for me. Mm -hmm. Uh. You I hated thought, Split, right? Oh, I hated Split, yeah. Okay, but loved Unbreakable. Not, I mean, it's... Tolerated. It's No, it's a good movie. Okay. I, ha- I haven't thought about it since I saw it. Uh, sure. And then rewatched it, you know, a week ago. But okay. it's it's a good movie. It's it's from a time when M. Night Shyamalan's movies were all good. Uh, <laughs> that's hmm. I just want to... You mean current movie. times? Yeah. Uh, but I didn't... I liked the idea. I liked the story. Uh, I liked how he brought all three of the characters into this world and kept it believable. Mm-hmm. Uh, like to a know, point with Unbreakable. Yeah, like you have to suspend disbelief, but like Unbreakable is a very grounded movie mm-hmm. about a guy that, and it kept you guessing whether he really had superpowers or not. Uh, you know, there there are moments when he does something, and you're like, "Well, maybe technically someone could do that." Uh, and but but he definitely does by the end, uh, and it was enjoyable to think about that. Split. I mean, I guess technically you're kept guessing as to whether the beast is really a thing, but then it just throws it all out in the third act and is like, "Yes, this is a." supernatural thing happening except mm-hmm. then they keep trying to explain that how it's not and it's totally could happen in real life and it just it just makes me hate my life <laughs> and it's the 10 percent of your brain thing in movies yeah exactly we need yeah. a siren for the 10 percent of your brain thing <laughs> so glass tries to like blend these two things together uh and they accomplish it to some degree I felt like I was being gaslit in this movie because, like, yeah, we we all know as an audience that they the end of their two movies they demonstrably had superpowers and they mm-hmm. spent half the movie trying to convince the main characters they didn't have superpowers and it was kind of enjoyable just like partway through being like, do they though? Yeah, like, I, I'm yeah. honestly not sure, and I like what they did with it. Uh, I'll. I'll 
I'll just wrap up with the things I didn't like. Uh, I think the weakest thing was the writing. Uh, there were so many lines that made me cringe in this yeah. movie. Yeah, uh, particularly Samuel L. Jackson explaining yeah. the how this is a comic book movie every ten seconds that he's on the screen. Right. Uh, they should have kept t- him sedated. Taylor's ten second review. <laughs> yeah. She walked by, and I was watching this. And you know, it's it's in the end in the climax where he's calling out each beat of the story that I don't even agree with, and he's like, he's like the classic turn, the superhero's indelible sense of good. And Taylor just walks by and he goes, "What are you watching? This sounds dumb." <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's about right. Uh, yeah, I just I, I hate it when I feel like he was going for like a love letter to superhero comic book movies which is what unbreakable felt like but at the mm-hmm. same time he's talking down to the audience by explaining the comic book beats that you're supposed to know like if you right. would appreciate this movie you know what that is and if you don't appreciate it then you probably are annoyed by it mm. yeah that's probably I, that's fair uh i saw it with somebody uh, a friend of mine and we got out of the theater and i was pumped about the movie i thought cinematography wise Beautiful shots. Like, the whole movie looked great. Uh, it was very interesting camera angles that they used. And it's usual, like, M. Night Shyamalan. Like, I think The Village has some of the best cinematography I've seen in, like, a long time. Uh, and it felt very much the same. Whoever the director of photography was on both should be heralded. Uh, but then we came out, and he pointed out a few things to me that made me question a lot of why I like the movie. He pointed out that, like you said, Unbreakable is very grounded. Uh, and it's very much you having to believe that they have superpowers in this non-superpower area. But the whole movie teases you to believe that they both simultaneously don't and do have superpowers. Like if this, like the, okay, so the twist is stupid. I think the second twist was dumb. It was unnecessary. The first twist I liked where like they combined all the movies together into one. It was like, oh yeah, your dad died because this guy's a dick. I thought that was cool. But the second twist where it was like this three-leaf clover group of bandits who want to like murder all superheroes didn't stick as well with me, especially because of the way they set up the whole movie to do that. And I tried to talk myself out of it as, a, as he like put out all these facts in front of me, and I couldn't. <laughs> like I kept saying, like, well, you know, if they're trying to like make them feel like they're superheroes, he's like, no, it doesn't make sense. Like, it's stupid. Stop. And I was like, yeah, you're right. So he pointed out that... If they are this superhero squad and the people know that they're superheroes, why do they have a camera system that can't be seen anywhere but inside that room? Like, how do those people sit there dead for 17 hours? And I was like, well, they don't want the feed to get out because they're eventually going to kill them. And he was like, but they wouldn't have to do that if they just bring, if there's this laser thing that can just knock their superpowers out right away, just fucking do that the first three minutes you have them in there. What are you even waiting for? They were knocked out to be brought in the room. Just zap them and put them in the room. And be like, you know, superpowers, and then you talk them out of it the whole time. They they said that. Ah, uh, I guess I see what you're saying. Yeah, because they said that they wanted to do like the humane thing, and you know, and just right. convince them that they don't have it. But yeah, if if that's if they're willing to go to the lengths of killing these people, then surely they'd be willing to just zap out their powers and then convince them that they don't have them, which should be easy to do. Yeah, because yeah. that's the thing. You, you could zap out their powers and then say, okay, you you think you're super strong? Prove it. And then watch yeah, as they struggle because exactly. they are no longer super strong. Neuter them first. Don't put up all this stupid things. And he also pointed out like there was no security other than like one security guard and these two like dipshits that like yeah. change their food. They, every they once were. In a while. I mean, you know, it's kind of like a trope. Like you have the the dipshit 
lovable security guards, you know. Yeah. But it made me so mad when the one was like clearly bleeding out on the bed and the other one's like, mm-hmm. I better go investigate before I call right. for backup or do anything. <laughs> Exactly. It's very, uh, I don't know if that's how comic books were written in like the 60s or 70s, and that's maybe what he's referring to, but I doubt it because I feel like that was just stupid. I feel like you're giving him too much credit there. (laughs) I just the, and the idea that, um, uh, that they would just put them in these rooms full of ways to stop them, but not have extra security guards, like, like just brimming with, weapons to stop these people because they if they do truly know that they're superheroes and they think that they can talk them out of it they need extra security than what they have and he said the other stupid thing was why would they ever believe that they have three days to do this until like the courts take them like that's stupid that's the dumbest setup i've ever heard clearly you're not considering the option that the secret society spent all of their money on super advanced magic weapons and ran out of their budget (laughs) Only for two stupid Oh god. <laughs> so I didn't consider that because that's also dumb. <laughs> but well, they uh, have a I, lot of fancy dinners too. Did you forget about the fancy dinners? Yeah. How did they know everyone in the restaurant? And then just went silent the second they didn't see someone with like a three leaf clover. And why is it a three leaf clover? Like the most useless and like common clover. Well, because four leaf clovers are special. I feel like that's what they're trying of, to stamp out is the four leaf clover. Oh, I see. Yeah, it's an probably. analogy. Cool. Yeah, dude. that's a, that's the thing. If their symbol is the four leaf clover, then that's something that any Joe Schmo on the street could have. They could be mistaking random people for secret society members. That's true. That's true. Do you, and there seemed to be enough of them and enough different ones. Do you think they looked at everyone else in the room to figure out if they had that three leaf clover before they like all stopped talking at once, like the happening? No, they had a bouncer at the front door. That was it. They just marked them. Checking your clover. <laughs> checking your clover <laughs> that's all right you just named the podcast uh so i thought glass i think i agree with what you said about the characters the characters are some of the strongest in m night's whole repertoire and probably some of the strongest in movies lately and i think the way he tied them together was really cool james mcavoy crushed it doing his uh like switching between characters really quickly yes, that was awesome that, that was consistently impressive like uh, so I, I remember thinking that from split and then I was thinking, like, maybe it'll get old or something in this movie, but it was even better, I thought. Yeah, because he The way he moves so quick. It's, it's, yeah, no one was going to question that uh, McAvoy killed it. Yeah. Uh, that was the given. That's, yeah. well, that was, I mean, all, all of the, uh, well, maybe not Bruce Willis, but, but Sam Jackson's <laughs> performance was really good, too. Like, it was enjoyable Whoa. Let's not start disrespecting him. Bruce Willis. <laughs> Bruce Willis has been disrespecting Bruce Willis for a decade. <laughs> he has a legacy that you can't disrespect. It's, it's yeah, he can play Alfred. He dude. has a legacy that he looks bored with. <laughs> he this, does. This is a perfect example. He's playing the same character a decade later, and he looks exactly that amount of tired. <laughs> That's actually his superpower, is just constantly being haggard and worn out. Maybe he wasn't super the whole time. Maybe he was just that beat up. And he just put his mind over matter, dude. <laughs> he just got that old man strength. Old man. <laughs> I did like that they brought the sun back. He did. He was like a fine actor, but I thought that was a cool touch that they brought the sun back. Um, and Anya Taylor Joy is really good in her role. She did a really good job. She uh, did a really good job, but I, yeah. I also, I, I, I don't like her character motivation at all. No, that was weird. That was really weird. Very weird. She ate your friend, dude. 
<laughs> she ate your friend. <laughs> two of them. Yeah. I mean, she killed two. I, I only think he dug into one, but yeah, that's he, true. he ate a lot more people this movie. That's he she, did. I mean, he had like four like, other cheerleaders ready to go. That's his jam, yeah. His jam is like high school girls. <laughs> He's the R. Kelly of murderers. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Anywho. <laughs> Allegedly. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Uh, so... Jake, what did you think about this movie? Did you like it? Did you enjoy it? Did you think it was well played? I, I'd i say overall I actually did enjoy it. Um, my, my biggest complaint is Ride Along with Nate's. Like, I I was just rolling my eyes every time the, you know, the characters would, like, bring up comic books. It it ruined the immersion of the movie. And I don't, I don't even know what they were going for. I don't know if they were, like, it was something where they were trying to explain these tropes to the audience or if it was just, like, a style choice that they were going for. I don't know, but it... It didn't work out, but I think that it it's, I think that it was them trying to explain it to the audience. It's just not trusting the audience, and at the same time, being like so sure that if the audience doesn't under like anyone who doesn't understand that, then they won't enjoy the movie. Just like right. have faith in your movie. Like some people right. will appreciate it at that level, and some people won't. But like explaining it makes both sides unhappy. Yeah, I think that's yeah. true. I did enjoy the red herring throughout the whole movie, though, of like, uh, like the original twist not being the actual twist. That was cool. How they kept talking about like everyone had that aha moment that we didn't see, and they were like just kind of offhandedly mentioned the dad, and then they all of a sudden they switched it to the other thing. I hated the second twist, but I thought the red herring part was cool. That was well played. The the other thing that I thought was interesting was like it it leaves the world really open and and like oh, this yeah. is this is a, a trilogy but it's interesting because you know you watch unbreakable and it's you know it's just kind of its own thing like it you know or it's unbreakable and then during split it you know like uh the, the big twist at the end of split is like oh my god this is all part of it and then so it's like almost like the, the first two movies are this world building but then you watch the third one and you expect the third one to be to be more of like a, an actual full-fledged story, but really uh, by the end of the third one, I was like, okay, really this was a whole trilogy of just world building. And now where do you go? Interesting. Interesting. That would make the second twist cooler if they then took it to like maybe a TV series where they go and like battle these other superheroes in other cities. Yeah. Well, and then uh, I think the way that like, especially as they were like talking at the end and, and the different video and uh, that, that he sent out at the end of the different people, I feel like they were trying to imply like that. Oh, the son's gonna be a, a hero or a villain. I could see the son as a villain. Yeah. He's got that look. He does. He's got a little dickhead in him. I mean, he was a little prick in the first movie. He really was. He wasn't he. Lift more, Dad. Let's not forget. Uh, so the important question becomes: What do we call the Shyamalan universe? Oh. Mm. Do you have an answer? No, I don't. Oh, okay. I thought you were setting yourself up for a joke. The Shyamalamaverse? No, stop. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't spell that. That's going to be a problem. Yeah, I already have to Google his name every time. I don't want to Google the whole universe. I just type in M and then space and then K-N and then Google it's, corrects me. But <laughs> <have K>. <laughs> <laughs> I at least get M. Knight right. Ah, that's, that's a lot. 
Yeah, that's a lot to ask. <laughs> uh, is there a director? So M. Night Shyamalan is like one of my favorite directors, and I will defend everything he's ever made, like including Lady in the Water. Like I find merit mm. in it. Is there a director for both of you that every movie that they make you will see and you will defend it to people who say it's not good? I won't say that I'll defend M. Night Shyamalan, but he has this thing, and I've, I've said it before, where like with M. Night Shyamalan, it doesn't matter how many movies he comes out with that I think are bad, because he's come out with some pretty bad movies. He came out with a happening. Like, okay. it, does, it doesn't matter what else he comes out with. That was on like, purpose. That's on, his, that's, that's on his record. Nobody cast but, Mark Wahlberg as a science teacher and is like, this is going to be fucking great. <laughs> but like, uh, it, yeah, with, with M. Night Shyamalan, every time he comes out with a new movie, I'm going to be excited and I'm going to go see it. I, I equate it to like uh, to Final Fantasy games. They've come out with some bad ones mm. in the past and, and kind of recently it's the trend. But next time they announce <laughs> a new one, I'm going to be excited for it. Sure. Yeah, that's fair. Nate, is there a director that you will go out of your way to see and defend? I don't know if there's any director that I'd have total faith in. Mm-hmm. That said, there are directors that if I hear they're directing a movie, I will definitely go see it. Uh, and M. Night Shyamalan is not included in that list. <laughs> but it's Like uh, Quentin Tarantino or something? Quentin Tarantino, yeah. Uh, yeah. Wes Anderson, just out of yeah. curiosity. Uh, I'd, I'd say I'm like over 75% on his movies. Some sure. of them, there's a couple. Ben, that did I'm you like, ever see Boyhood? But I'll still definitely go see it. No, I just haven't seen Boyhood. I don't have six hours. Sorry. <laughs> I barely get through like YouTube videos that are 20 minutes long, so I don't see myself watching Boyhood ever. That's fair. Yeah. If it came to theater and they were like also serving a bunch of booze, maybe. But other than that, no. Uh, the other one is to say, J- Joss Whedon uh, mm. doesn't have a ton of direction. I, I pulled it up while, I- while you were saying that. Uh, but that said, everything that he has been director of, I have enjoyed. So maybe if he keeps getting getting stuff, I like sure. what he did with with Marvel stuff, uh, Buffy, mm-hmm. Firefly, uh, and Doctor Horrible Sing Along Blog. If you haven't watched it, it is six hours of your time well spent. Holy God! It's a musical comedy, out. goofy out. about out. superheroes, starring Neil Patrick Harris. So right up your as alley. the villain. Perfect. So it's. A bad version of a series of unfortunate events. <laughs> a, a series of unfortunate events is a bad version of a series of unfortunate events. Mm, I don't know. It's going to be a debate Horrible, for another day. Doctor Horrible is great. And that that, that whole no IP idea. is just going for the meta of like it. It just wants to be self-referential and actually be a series of unfortunate events because they started off with a, a good book series and they're like, what mm-hmm. can we do with this? It just keeps going. It's like a bad so. movie. And then let's make a worse Netflix series. We're <laughs> gonna make t- Orange is the New Black look like they have really good character development. Oh no! I, I mean, I they take, the, the, uh, the best uh, character development in Orange is New Black is reducing Piper to a secondary character. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I take a series of unfortunate events as proof that Doctor Horrible is good. In that I will not accept everything Neil Patrick Harris does as ah, good. Okay. Fair. Fair enough. He even he couldn't carry that. But go watch Doctor Horrible. Fair enough. Uh, if you had to make a drink to watch to to drink while you're watching Glass, what drink would you make? 
I'd say anything with bourbon, because I feel like if you're watching Bruce Willis and Samuel L. Jackson, you need bourbon. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's classy, you know, it's a little it's a little old fashioned. And it's just like yeah, those, it's literally an old fashioned. Yeah, true. Maybe an old fashioned. Yeah, I could see I that. Think, that's yeah. a lot that's a lot of work. It's more work than I'm willing to put in usually. But it's I would, a little I would, bit of I would order right? an old fashioned, but I wouldn't make one. Oh, it's you just literally just like crush fruit, put sugar, and then put a bunch of bourbon in it. Mm. Mm. Or just bourbon and rocks. Then just say it's an old fashioned. <laughs> I, I think bourbon's a good choice. I would put an old fashioned on it as like a little little bit of that. Because it has a little bit of like like the citrus fruit stuff. Uh like uh, a little bit of that note. And then it has the the bourbon and then it has a little bit of the sugar. So I think those like all coming together feel like glass. Yeah. Despite was my, a reach. my my lukewarm uh criticism, I feel like you're giving it too much credit. <laughs> it's not as good as an old fashioned. It's more like a Manhattan, all right? Let's be honest. I I'm in between though. I was I, I think I wrote this right after I watched finished watching Glass and I was clearly angrier than I am now because I wrote a shot of tequila chase with a punch in the face. Uh, and I don't think that that's that's quite, rough. Quite as what I feel right now. It's yeah. like a driver moose. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I guess we're going with old fashioned. Yeah, that's it. That's All the right. best bet. Because I don't think we're going to put a shot of tequila and glass <laughs> on a, on the name of the podcast. So bourbon a sh- and glass. A shot of that's tequila the and then chase it with the actual shot glass. <laughs> yeah, it's glass. Glass <laughs> with it. I like that. Uh, do you think that this movie was aided by the fact that it's a trilogy? Like, not just knowing the characters, but do you think that led to you liking it more because it was a continuation of a story? I feel like yes, but only because again, I sort of subscribe to that whole this trilogy was the world building, and that's that's kind of the twist that I saw in this at the end, because at at the end, uh, they left it completely open, and I'm like, wow, this whole trilogy almost feels like an, an intro, a really elaborate intro, and I sort of like that. Yeah, I do. The more you talk about that, the more I like the second twist that yeah. I originally hated. So opening it up is cool. But do you think that leads to, like, three more movies, or one more movie, or a series? Like, where can they go with that? Whatever he gets the budget for, probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, he did a good job. He did a series called Wayward Pines on Fox. That was really cool. And I think he could do that on Netflix or Hulu or something where he has like 10 episode run of these other superhero characters that he can mix in. And, you know, you could have your random appearances by other people in this film. But I think that'd be a cool way to go with it, like kind of a anthology style story. That would be cool. I'd enjoy that. Listen. Oh, man. All right. If every episode you mention, is this like Superman and Seinfeld? You just have to mention it once an episode, like contractually <laughs> obligated to mention heroes or Game of Thrones. That, that's, that's the lingering effect it had on our mentality. Just left you with PTSD of wanting yeah. more uh, awful three seasons. Don't talk to me. Yeah, right, dude. Enjoy your <laughs> 10 good episodes. Uh, <laughs> you have it's, nothing. it's sort of like if Firefly wasn't canceled. And instead just went down the shitter. <laughs> yeah. That's what Heroes is like. It was that good. Exactly. Yeah, you should have just had 10 episodes and been happy with it and then left. And then it turned shit. That makes sense. 
was the twist worth it in Glass? Did it make you want to keep watching other movies? Okay, so Jake already said yes. Mm-hmm. I already said no. Nate, do you think the twist at the end was worth it? Like watching the whole movie, no, getting I, the twist, did it feel like a satisfying ending? I, I'm kind of in the same boat that Jake made me feel better about it. I'm not really interested yeah. in those movies. Uh, I don't want to <laughs> see more watered-down superheroes. Literally, Bruce Willis, hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> Too soon. Set you up. Yeah, I just watched him die. Uh, How'd that poncho but, help you, Bruce? <laughs> Should have worn a floaty. Is that you why he was wearing it? He's that afraid of water. You didn't see Unbreakable? You don't remember that? Like he no, thought no, he wore I, the poncho I, all the time because he didn't want to get wet. He thought yeah, water yeah. was the thing. So God, you're, this is why M Night has to explain shit to you people. Yeah, and this shit is like why that. he's putting on the poncho. Yeah, we should have had Samuel Jackson narrate that for you. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, uh, but at first it really annoyed me because I would have been more satisfied with that ending. I I, I like an ending that it's it's not so much a twist as just like unexpected that so a twist. They, it just and nah, <laughs> give me a break. Ends with ends with all the main characters just dying. That would have been satisfying at, because it subverted my expectations. For sure, that would be great. I don't feel it's the same as quite as a twist. Not as, yeah. at least not an M Night Shyamalan twist. But it subverted my expectation, and I was like, "Oh, all right, like this is, I guess, what's happening." You know right, what the real talk- twist of that movie was? The yeah. fact that there was no after credit scene. <laughs> oh my god! But M Night Shyamalan was just no one waited long enough to see it. <laughs> M Night's still like, guys. There's something more. Yeah, the next <laughs> the next story starts and then my Shaman just comes out before the trailer is like, hey guys, remember me? I think that you are correct in that if they would have stopped after everyone died, it would have been like the ultimate, most realistic superhero story. Because that was the point of Unbreakable and Split. It's like this realistic, if there's a superhero person and they died, like that would have been it. That would have been the best ending they could have had. Yeah, I'm back on, I'm back against Jake. Yeah. Where's they world build? That's cool. Like that's a cool way to look at it. That's like how I would have like defended people that are like, "Well, that's a stupid dude. It's a terrible ending." Well, I mean, what if they build this world out of it? Yeah, that's right. right. I yeah, mean, that's how you be... can like blindly be devoted to him. Like, <laughs> this is this is all just setting up. Yeah, it's the uh, so, the big twist will be that I liked it at the end of this movie. <laughs> really, what we're getting at is that that entire second twist was just an after credit scene. He just put it at the end of the movie and made it worse. It, I it mean, was, it yeah. served the exact yeah. purpose of an after credit scene You're as right. we currently understand them. But it was just another five minutes of the movie. Okay, so if it was an after credit scene, would it be better? I mean, I still would have been upset. but <laughs> It would have felt cheaper, right, if it was an after credit scene? It would have felt cheaper. Yeah. And you wouldn't have gotten... You can't have the... The... Like... Mr. Glass succeeding if you don't have the evil organization. Fair. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah, because the whole point was he has to send this. Yeah, okay. All right. Though, I I still... We're back to Glass. I still have a problem. That's with just some of the underlying premises. How does sending some grainy footage, releasing some grainy footage, convince everyone in the world that superheroes are real, Ben? To a two thousand five sure, Iman. Yeah, I actually had I'm that issue sure with, with a two thousand well. dollar budget. We could recreate that video. 
I mean, yeah. fake news is kind of the big rage right now. It's oh, that's man. not what he was going for. You, you know, know, you know, you know how many shares on Facebook that video is going to get? Three point five million in the first eight hours. It's already the top three posts on Reddit. Man, I think you make a decent point, but I also think he was talking a lot about like how often we're watched and what that can lead to, and like because the whole story was set up around cameras and people watching you, and like Bruce Willis is a, is a surveillance person. Uh, and all those kind of things put together led to an ending where you could just become viral and then superheroes, like superheroes couldn't exist in this era, essentially, is I think what he's saying. Like it couldn't stay secret. So maybe we're so not special. Is that what he's saying? So much effort to make superheroes not be secret then. Cause they were trying to keep it secret and like it's a government maybe that's it maybe he's talking about how like government conspiracies can't exist because something will get out he's saying 9-11 wasn't an inside job that's his whole goal ah that's the twist yeah <laughs> he's an anti-truther but you know what i'm saying like i think he's pointing out that that like nothing really is secret anymore and it can't be because there's so many cameras and stuff and like putting up those cameras for surveillance will 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 like come against you so maybe this like this big brother state that everybody's like kind of putting up is going to eventually come back to haunt them. Maybe that's the goal. Hmm. I mean, or not. It, All right, it, cool. It, it took <laughs> the universe equivalent of a super genius to subvert it though. Right. One dude. Yeah. Who is supposed to be a super genius. Yeah. Yeah. And in the meantime, no one noticed that Bruce Willis was operating as a vigilante. I mean, I guess he had an underground following. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I feel right. like that would have had a million hits on YouTube, too. I mean, it did have a bunch of clicks. The whole story was, age. like, showing, like, Twitter feeds and, like, blogs about him and that kind of thing. Like, there was, there was a following. The overseer yeah. on Worldstar. Yeah. <laughs> uh, too good. Too good. All right. So, any other thoughts on Glass? Feeling good? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Would you recommend I'd... it to a friend? I would, although I would say I wouldn't recommend it without seeing the trilogy. No, right. And uh, and yeah, I, I stand by my world-building theory, so I hope they continue to make more. I'd be interested in seeing more. That's, that's what that Fair movie enough. left me with. I want to see more. Sure. Nate? I mean, I'm not as excited. Yeah. I will, I'm sure I'll end up seeing it, but... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So out of the so we've talked about this movie and Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, and have you seen any other movies this year? Is it in the top three you've seen this year? Uh, I think it might be number three. Okay. I I don't I don't think it'll make the cut as one of the better movies of the year. As sure, but we're early on into the year, so if you ask by me March, now, it'll be gone. Yeah. 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 Okay. So next episode, it'll be out of the top. Three. <laughs> We haven't had any big releases yet this year. That's true. We really haven't. Uh, cool. So the next thing we're going to talk about is a couple movie trailers that came out this week that looked pretty cool. Uh, Child's Play. Chucky is back for some god-awful reason. Uh, yeah. I don't get it, and I'm not happy. But Aubrey Plaza looks cool, so I'll watch it. Uh, <laughs> my, my, my first bullet point was just Aubrey Plaza with an exclamation mark. Yeah, she's going to be great. It's going to be really cool to see that. So we're going to talk a little bit about like, did you, did you all, okay. So the trailer, does it look interesting to you at all? Not really. 
Um, okay. I, I actually like scary movies, but yeah. And full disclosure, I've never seen any Chucky movies. Right. But they've never interested me at all. Just something about a doll that's and like you know because again just from you know pop culture references i assume that's the premise it's this like haunted doll that's sentient and evil and just wants to kill everything yep basically so i don't know that's that's not scary to me like i feel like the only way that doll could win is if it catches people while they're sleeping and sets up traps while they're sleeping right or if they're like allergic to cotton (laughs) It's one of those contaminated Chinese dolls. <laughs> it's got lead it's in got it. It's got lead. Get it. Get it. I, think, uh, I think the movie looks fine. I think uh, I would maybe see it on Netflix like on, in October if I'm like watching a bunch of horror movies, but that's about it. I, this doesn't really do a lot for me. Yeah, same. I, I feel like you'll like this probably if you like Chucky. Yeah. The best I can say, I mean, I, I'm not interested in this at all. Yeah. I will say that the trailer did a good job at what a trailer's supposed to do and that it made me want to know what Chucky looks like because they wouldn't show me. <laughs> right. Uh, right. So, like, it made me interested enough, like, I, I want to see what Chucky looks like. Why, why won't they show me Chucky? Right. But other than that i don't care about it at all he hasn't been cgi'd yet it's like the venom trailer when first that's oh god <laughs> that's you ruined it that's definitely it they that's 100 what's gonna be <laughs> they, they had a cut that they showed chucky and he's like half done and they were like if you put that on the screen that's the only thing that people will find scary <laughs> why is half his face buffering <laughs> so the question uh, that this leads to being that it's a remake which classic horror character would do best in the smartphone era. I think it's much more. Yeah, I, I don't have any specific character. I think anything that's like a ghost or a demon obviously would do fine. I think a sure. lot of like a lot of like the old horror is just moot nowadays because like, well, and it, it, it's a thing even going way back, like back in you know back when they, they were the horror characters. Like a lot of that stuff just relied on people being morons. Right. Right. Like, uh, I would actually counter that because uh, I think it's Dracula. I think Dracula would crush in the smartphone era. Are you, if Dracula had Tinder, <laughs> how many yeah. fucking people he would get and like get well, on his like He couldn't show a picture of himself. He wouldn't have to, dude. He'd have those sweet Dracula moves. They'd see you in person one time, be done. He wouldn't even <laughs> lie. He'd just put on his Tinder, "I'm fucking Dracula," and without Do you want to be proof, too? At least enough people would come that he would he would be fine. Right, and like <laughs> as many like cult societies as are today, like he would have a following, no problem. And like the Twilight shit would totally play into what he's doing. Yeah, he would crush. Dracula would be awesome. Uh, I, I I don't think any of my answers are as interesting as that one. <laughs> I, I was just trying to come up with ones who would, uh, kind of the way I think Jake was thinking, who would who would do well who would still be able to be an effective horror uh, character in the smartphone era. Sure. Uh, and I had Freddy. Uh, yeah. Smartphones don't help that. That doesn't rely yeah. on people being dumb. He's True. just basically, he's hard to beat. Uh, yeah. If you're asleep, he's done. Sometime. Right. Uh, and then I had Jack from uh, The Shining. Uh, oh. Just because uh, all the technology could go out there. 
fair. Yeah. Yeah, that's a very... And people would, like, go to retreats to get away from that. So maybe he's at, like, a uh, some retreat. It's the same exact movie, but with the lesson that, you know, maybe that being a little connected isn't that bad, actually. Oh. The whole time she's trying to get cell phone reception, <laughs> but they purposely went somewhere where they couldn't. With her creepy ass husband, <laughs> who happens to own an aunt, yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> good. I like that. Did you watch the trailer for yesterday? Oh yeah, yeah. What I'm, did you think of that? I never would have watched it if you wouldn't have pointed it out. Like, yeah. just that's not on my radar. Uh, but it looks so good, right? I'm so excited for that movie. I, I was yeah, very I, beetled out. I thought, and then I saw that trailer, and I was like, "This is a great fucking idea. This is cool." It's because it's. As far as I know, a totally unique idea. Hundred percent, like, and it's Danny Boyle. I, who that's I love. what we want. I want a, I want a unique idea. Like that's, it's just a funny, like literally, someone just be like, "What if only one person knew about the Beatles?" Right. And they just wrote a movie, and it's totally. So- it's a really cool idea. I like it a lot. Jake, would you see it? I would see it, and when I started that, because you know I'd never heard of that, I started yeah. watching that. Trailer the Beatles. And it, it, Nah. As soon as I, as soon as oh, I, this Beatles thing. Yeah, like, uh, man, I don't know about these Beatles. As soon as, like, I, I realized, like, oh, you know, like, like, I guess the main plot of it. I was at first, I was like, no, but then as the trailer went on, I became more and more convinced that it would be something I'd see. And and now right? at this point, I'm I'm pretty interested in it. Like, if you okay, if the, if you pitch the movie like this. One day, a guy wakes up and no one knows who the Beatles are. But yeah. him. And you're like, oh my fucking God. Yeah, exactly. But then you see the trailer and everyone really buys into it and he takes off and you're like, holy shit, this is actually kind of cool. Like, this is a sweet idea. And I am super if, curious because they, they did show in the trailer, like, uh, they, they didn't really expand on it at all, but they were like, uh, they said they had two people that said that they were their songs instead of his. The, right. The tease was good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there's some confrontation coming. I really like it. So we're going to see that, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, right, I'm cool. down to see that. Yeah. All right. Other point I had on it was yeah. uh, Himesh Patel looks really good. Yes. Uh, I mean, I, I, didn't, I didn't get around to looking at his IMDb. It said introducing on the trailer, uh, but seemed like just a really solid cast. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he uh, he's in a couple like BBC things, TV series, yeah. Only since 2010, so a couple things in there. But yeah, that looks really cool. Really yeah, it's cool. a solid cast, but the soundtrack's overrated. <laughs> <laughs> Who even knows these guys? Uh, My original question was going to be, is there another band that could have this kind of movie? But I don't think there is. Like, no one's no one's this big. Maybe the... Maybe Michael Jackson? Well, I was going to say maybe the Rolling Stones, but I think it's harder to do that movie with the Rolling Stones because it's easy for one guy with a guitar to do Beatles songs. Right. It is. It's similar for Michael Jackson. I, th- I think a lot of Michael Jackson's success had to do with Michael Jackson. Sure. The Beatles, they they obviously brought a lot to it, but the songwriting was enough to make a guy internationally famous. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, like the Ed Sheeran of the 60s. <laughs> oh, you, you just ruined that movie for me. <laughs> the whole time I was watching, I was like, oh, it's Ed Sheeran. Cool. All right, so the next little bit on our uh, our little chat today. Which TV series or season of a TV series would have worked better as a movie? 
I had such a hard time answering this. Uh, I can't think of a I can't think of a TV show that I was like, oh, I wish this was a movie. Yeah, uh, uh, it's it's almost like it. You always want it to be the the other way around. You right. want more. The yeah. one I came up with was uh, uh, shit. I should have written it down. <laughs> House of Cards. Oh, you okay. bastard! Just... I do have it written down. <laughs> <laughs> House of Cards season one would have been a good movie. Yeah, uh, I I still like it a lot as a, a as a season of TV, but it, with it just ending there with him, uh, actually I can't remember if he ends up in the White House at the end of the first season. But, I think so. Uh, spoilers for House of Cards. If you oh no! Yes, yeah, six years ago. <laughs> and, and yeah, not like spoiling a documentary movie that either. just came out three months ago. Thanks, yeah. Nate. Yeah, that's the thing. If you haven't seen it by now, then you're lucky because it just the way it ended. I haven't seen the ending yet. I mean, I haven't. I quit watching after two and a half, maybe three seasons. Oh, okay. Well, there's a the last season's out right now. Yeah, but I've seen the ratings. <laughs> but yeah, that 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 could have made a good movie. Uh, All right, I think they could have cut it down enough uh, and still had it work. Sure. Jake, did you have any? You had some written down. You said so. You had House of Cards because Nate that was that was the only one I had, and even that I put with a question mark. I tried to think of other yeah. ones, but it's it's hard to come up with a TV show that you can condense because you're you're going to lose a lot going from sure. A sh- and then and then I was thinking, okay, you know, w- what if we condense it down and have it be multiple movies? Oh, and and even then, it's it's just so hard to come up with something that. I guess Psych, they did a good job with that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> it's just a, it's just a long episode of Psych. It's just yeah. a long bad episode of Psych. <laughs> hey, I think I'm Psych- another one. Actually, I I thought I Psych is one were... of my favorite shows of all time, and that movie made me so sad. I think you're coming out with another movie. Yeah, they are. Sick. This is how you excited watch I am about it. Nice. I bet you're pumped. So I, you, you bring up a point that made me pick my season of a series. You said it's hard to condense something and make it better. So I thought what TV se- season was too long, too involved, and should have been shorter. True Detective Season 2 would have been better as a movie than as a series. I will say this. I never saw True Detective Season 2, and that's based uh-huh. off of your feedback. <laughs> yeah. It's rough. Uh, same, actually. The casting is great. The story is fine, but it got weird and had to turn some turns it shouldn't have done. So I think if you make those 10 hours two, it's way better and way more enjoyable. And I think that would have been a better way to do it. And if someone wants to do a fan edit of that, do it, because that'd be fucking cool. So True Detective Season 2 is what I picked for that. So I, I want some, something to come out of that. Yeah, some one of our 13 listeners on this episode, please God. Put it together. <laughs> now you made me. I just popped into my head, but uh, yeah. Luke Cage season two mm. and Iron Fist. How about just all of the together get, into all a of those? Movie? Yeah, all of those fucking Marvel Avengers things. Hey, I will defend Daredevil and Jessica Jones to my grave. All right, dude. Well, go for it. What do you want in your headstone? <laughs> I'm sure they're fine. I watched like four episodes My of Daredevil. My is Jessica Jones season two was pretty good. <laughs> My 
<laughs> I think the biggest problem with all of those, and it, you don't even have to separate it out by series, like you know, because it's easy to say, oh, you know, if you take a look at Jessica Jones season two, it's really kind of the same as Jessica Jones season one. But really, they're all kind of the same. It's all kind of the same as the Iron Fist season one and Daredevil. They're all very, very similar. They are similar. Like they could be one movie. <laughs> There's it. I would. I would. It, miss... Here's the thing: if if they did the Defenders as movies, it would just be a slightly worse, like Avengers. You know. You know. I mean, that's kind of the whole premise, right? Yeah, but, right. but that's the thing. Just... They, they don't have the budget, nor are they willing to disappoint people by coming out with, you know, a Thor TV series and have it be mediocre. Ooh. You mean Thor 2? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would still be bad as TV. That'd be worse. It'd be 10 hours of that. 10 hours of soliloquy Thor. One episode in the middle is just Loki and Thor hanging out. <laughs> They're just lost in a grocery store for a whole episode. Yeah, I'd want. Oh my god, can we write that as a short? Holy fuck, that'd be cool. I'm pretty sure they already had it as a Thor trailer. Uh, if you haven't seen <laughs> yeah. the, the Thor teaser, where yes. he's just like got a roommate in Australia, it's, it's where amazing. were you during the Avengers? That one, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was so good. All right, so Jake hasn't seen this movie. But we're gonna do past cast on it anyway. I left it blank for the record. I, Perfect. I so, looked at be, because with with some of them I look at it and be like, okay, I haven't seen this movie, but it, you know, I get enough. So of Jake it. Jake has only seen the trailer from the eighties, which is not helpful. I haven't. So even Jake's seen gonna that. pick the winner for each one of these characters. Okay, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna watch. How long is the trailer? Probably two and a half minutes. Not All right, really. I'm gonna watch the trailer real quick. So Jake just watched the trailer for Ferris Bueller's Day Off. He's never seen the movie. So me and Nate are going to each cast someone as ever as a few of the characters and decide Jake is going to decide who the best cast is. Right, Jake? Oh, I'm I'm always ready to judge. <laughs> All right, so we'll start with the principal. Nate, who'd you pick as your principal for Ferris Bueller's Day Off? Uh, you're going to have to look him up. Matthew J. McCarthy. Matthew McCarthy. Uh yeah, that might come up. I don't know. Uh he is he's in the other guys he is in the other guys but he's in that part uh he does some college humor sketches he's Uh, in the angry birds movie so i automatically win (laughs) not a fair representation i'm just saying uh yeah just looking at him uh he's he's slightly more animated than the the principal in the original which i think goes well with our time okay but he can play that indignation uh, similarly well uh, he will get real mad about Ferris yeah and uh, yeah if you haven't seen him I recommend the problem with Jang's college humor uh, YouTube video to get an idea of exactly how he'd be as the principal alright well Jake don't don't go look that up because mine's better alright uh, my principal you don't have to look up because it's Matt fucking Damon eh. mm. Mm-hmm. I, feel I think like, he has the chops like to pull off an angry principal. You're you're supposed to dislike the principal. Yep. Nah. Mm-hmm. I didn't pick Tom Hanks. I bet Matt Damon. <laughs> All right, Jake. Who won that one? It's hard because I, I really can't see Matt Damon as an unlikable principal, but I also have Damn. no idea who the other guy is. 
He looks oh, like a, just look at his face. Yeah, I'm looking at his face, and he looks like he looks like a a Lowland Lewis CK. <laughs> Until now, I mean, exactly. we'll hire him now. Yeah. <laughs> we should have picked Louis CK. He would have been better. Yeah, actually. everybody hits him right now. Yeah. All so, right, Jake wins. Louis CK. Well, I don't. Know yeah, that's right. That. All right, Jake won. Louis CK. <laughs> Listen, I make the rules around here, right? So one zero zero, Jake. All right, next up, Sloan, the girlfriend who you don't see at all in the trailer. Nate, who you got for Sloan? Uh, Aubrey Plaza. Wow, shocker. Yeah, bring it. Any ex- any explanation or just that's it? Drop the mic. No, Aubrey I mean, Plaza. Right. I mean, he's shilling for my vote and it's working. All right, ready? You remember the movie we just saw, Glass? Yep. Anya Taylor Joy. I assume that's the. Yes, yeah, it's the girl okay. from Split. Yep, yep. Honestly, they're really similar. <laughs> uh huh. I disagree. Uh. Uh, except maybe otherwise in looks. I mean, I haven't seen her in anything other than the Shyamalanaverse, but uh, <laughs> it's not going to happen, the, Nate. She does not play the same as Aubrey Plaza. And for the record, since you don't see her at all in the trailer, Jake, she is totally. Uh, That's a really good Ferris's game. <laughs> she is cool as well, and yeah. she is totally willing to play hooky. Yeah. She goes along with his scams. She gets out of school by being called out by Ferris as his fa- as her father. This yep. is her boyfriend, mind you. Yeah, it's pretty good. All right. Actually. Honestly, I'll give that to Aubrey Plaza then. Yeah, that's a good one. All right, one one zero. Cameron. Nate. Uh I have Christopher Mintz Plaza. Christopher Mintz Plaza. Plaza? <laughs> no, I don't I, know. I, 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 took I, appreciate, a guess. I appreciate it's Christopher Mintz Plaza. I tried. <laughs> You know, rigaton. Um, I went pretty much mostly based on look and yeah. playing that kind of that kind of side character. I feel like he's too nerdy and not enough anxious for me. I feel like his most prolific role is Happy Train Your Dragon. Jesus Christ. Or the, you know, uh, fucking, god damn, I can't think of the movie name. Yeah. Superbad? Yeah, yeah Superbad. Yeah, if it was prolific, you'd know. <laughs> Honestly, never seen Superbad. Throwing that out. Wow. Wow, I guess wow, I'm going to win. that really hurts my case. Yeah, have you seen uh, We're the Millers? No. Bandersnatch? Nope. Fuck. All right. <laughs> I picked Will Poulter. We picked the worst judge. I we did. Uh, that's hey, a really I'm, good choice. I'm tied with you. Will Poulter is who I picked. Google him, Jake. Will, Will Poulter's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I, I like mine, but I, I think Will Poulter would do well. I think he. I think Christopher Mintz Blast is a little too nerdy for me. Like Cameron is. There's a theory that Ferris is inside Cameron's head. It's like who Cameron would be if he didn't have anxiety or whatever. And I think that Will Poulter would pull that off. I have never seen a single movie Will Poulter has been in. But just looks alone, would you pick him? Yeah. Yeah. Hey. yeah. <laughs> He's probably better than Christopher Mintz. Give that one to all right. move on. Okay, yeah. good. So it's I'll one be one the one. Judge, it's all one I've one one. I've actually seen them in something. You know, it comes down to Ferris, just like it should. Uh, Whoa! You you what? put the secretary on. All the right, list fine. Who do you put for the secretary? Who you put for the secretary? So I get the point. It's Melissa I, McCarthy. Wait, I have a chance to come up with the secretary. It's Melissa McCarthy. Yeah, I put Melissa McCarthy too. Melissa McCarthy too. <laughs> it's the only Gross. one. No, you both lose by default. <laughs> Who do you pick? Nobody. All right, perfect. 
It's just an iPad. Literally, it looks like they like just time traveled Melissa McCarthy back into the past to play the secretary. Yeah, it's Is either it, it's either because, her or the Australian Melissa version McCarthy of her. Has one character. Yeah, that's her. That's, it's getting better. If the secretary I'm like not... shit on accident, she'd be the same person. <laughs> exactly. My my whole thing. It's a, they're a little edgier. Yeah. It's updated for these times. Right. The they have cell phones. Yeah. They tweet. Kind of, kind of derails the whole movie, but there's but probably yeah. like a love interest with a teacher halfway through. All right, Nate, who'd you cast as Ferris? This is what's going to come down to. We're all tied. Taron Egerton. God damn it. The lead of King uh, Kingsman. Yeah. Are you saying God damn it because you know that's great? No, because I already picked him in another one, so I didn't have him. Ah, I gotcha, gotcha. He's the one so, I came. So I came to my mind it was first. The better choice, but you no. like it in your other choice better. Oh, I hundred percent so like my conceding. choice better, and I know right. Jake will too. Jake, what do you think about Taron Egerton? Trying to figure out how to spell that. Tell me you've seen Kingsman. I actually have not. I won. Damn it. (laughs) This is more fun when he doesn't know any movies. (laughs) All we're doing is Tom Hardy doesn't ring a bell. Movie podcast where one of the members hasn't seen any of the movies we've said so far. Hey, he's our he's our control subject. Told me to see. That's true. He's willing to go to all of them. That's really the only bar for getting on this podcast. <laughs> and being in an argument five years ago about how Rocket Raccoon is uh, fucking what's-his-face's most prolific role. Bradley Cooper's Bradley Cooper, Which yeah, is now a star is born. It's more prolific than his other character whose name was... It doesn't matter. It's from The Hangover. Ah. He's Bradley Cooper. Yeah, he's Bradley Cooper. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. All right, did you look up Taron Edgerton by now? Yes. What do you think? I think he looks like a good fit. All right, ready for this? And I've seen the trailer for Kingsman. Oh, and good. It's I, a good movie. It's <laughs> good. All right, all right. What's yours? Tom Holland. Hmm. Boo. I feel, like you're, I feel like you're shilling yourself a bit here. <laughs> I didn't know you were going to be doing this. I figured you'd do the fucking homework for the podcast. <laughs> Although this is more fun, to be honest. What do you think? Uh, I don't know. I, I'd give it to the first guy, just based off of looks and the Kingsman trailer. All right, Nate. Well done. Nate won. Why, why do we want all our leading men to be British? It's just easier. I, yeah. Just occurred to me. <clears throat> I'm pretty sure all of my uh, future, or future cast picks are British, too. That's You know what? Whatever fits the bill. I mean, most of the people are British in the, like, the one that's out now, so... That works out. I, I thought you were going to say in the X-Men. I was like, no. But no, yeah, they all are. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Speaking of that, our future cast is X-Men. Uh, who wants to do the judging? Let's just do judging again. Fuck it. Who wants to do judging again? You can give yours out. But I feel like we can do group judging. Okay, let's do that. Uh, who do you want to start with? I want to start just by pre-judging your selection of characters. <laughs> I'll say, like I'll say this. Casting <laughs> X-Men and you picked four people. You can add more. I added one. No. Yeah. It, uh, I, Cause when I looked at this list, That's I was not my like, job. okay, this is, this is a weird list. But then I was like, if you start picking more X-Men characters, you're going to open the floodgates. Yeah. It's a, it's a trickle down effect. Listen, we only have an hour on this podcast. All right. Let's, let's keep it that way. All right, so who are we starting with? The hard one or the easy one? Ooh, let's start with the hard one. Who's the let's start with the, Wolverine. The, yep. It's going to set the tone. 
On the count of three? Yep. <laughs> One. Nobody? Okay, two. <laughs> three. Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. Liam Hemsworth. Shut the fuck up. And no. All right, Tom Hardy wins. It's easy. You need a strong guy who's kind of burly and a dick. Yep, Tom Hardy. Argue you do, yeah. I think. I think. I want to hear Jake think, argue his case. But yeah. I think Liam could wrong. do it he's if wrong. he just worked out for a bit. Listen, he's not Chris. All right, he doesn't have an app. No, he's out. not. But it Liam felt Hemsworth, it felt tried to use Chris. <laughs> Liam Hemsworth could be the older version of the old Wolverine Ooh. in the most recent Wolverine movie. Yeah, Wolverine doesn't age. That's true. Liam Hemsworth is like the most badass 70-year-old action star. Just because Liam Hemsworth has kind of a Wolverine beard sometimes doesn't mean he's a good fit. Mm. Google Tom Hardy with a cigar in his mouth and tell me he's not fucking Wolverine. You know what? I just realized I was talking about Liam Neeson. (laughs) (laughs) Ah. I I thought you said Liam Neeson. Uh... Hold on. Did you, did you Google Tom Hardy cigar yet? No, but I'm actually doing that. It's coming. Link is huh. set. Yeah. Yep. We're yeah, I, li- I like that. Yep. I mean, yeah. I, I still stand by uh, Tom Hardy. Yeah. But I feel bad for yelling at you so much. For... Liam yeah. Hemsworth is also a bad choice. Liam Hemsworth. He's not Liam a bad Neeson's choice. the racist choice, but Liam he's Hemsworth just, is the bad choice. He's just worse Chris Hemsworth, and Chris Hemsworth would be a fine Wolverine. He'd be okay. He's a better Thor. Yeah, but he's already Thor, so we need yeah. the second best Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> so we're going Tom Hardy as Wolverine. Good choice. Gene uh, <laughs> Grey. So... For Jean Grey, I want to get mine out of the way. Because okay, because it's bad? It's not bad, but I, I, pick Bruce Willis. Amelia, I pick Amelia Clark for a lot of shit. Oh, I have Bruce Willis <laughs> on my list. Don't even worry. <laughs> oh, but what, I actually, Professor X because he's bald? Uh, I have him as Professor X, but I yeah. picked somebody else because I felt like, okay, I don't know, I always need to throw Bruce Willis in there. But <laughs> I had Amelia Clark, but I actually, my justification for that is um, the one thing that Amelia Clark really impressed me with was her ability to be this this Daenerys Targaryen at the beginning that was meek and, you know, just really, everyone just trotted over her. But then yeah. she's also the, the mother of dragons. She can do both sure. roles. And Jean Grey kind of has that same thing. Plus she has the yeah. penis. Yeah, and so, so, you yeah, you, whoever you have playing Jean Grey needs to be able to you know, to be a wide variety of Jean Grey's, including to walk through fire, if you will. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah, she does have both roles in her for sure. It's pretty good. Nate, who do you have? Uh, I had Elizabeth Olsen. Yeah, uh, she's uh, really good. We, we we talked about before, but I I tried to find people who were not already associated with the Marvel universe, and yeah. I gave up after Tom Hardy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I, I liked Elizabeth Olsen. I want to see her play a character. Uh, I think she'll be better when she's not being forced to do. Are you a, eating a peanuts? Weird fake accent. No. Okay. Uh, where she's not forced to do a weird fake accent. Uh, yeah. And I, but I think she did as Scarlet Witch uh, play that, basically being the most powerful character, but still seeming vulnerable. Well. For sure, uh, I agree with that. So I was kind of looking for the same thing. I honestly like Jake's better, but I think that she has that going for her as well. I like that a lot. So Elizabeth Olsen, 
like it. I don't have any she reasoning. Can, we can just replace her. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have any good reasoning. I just like Karen Gillian as this. I think she fits. Uh, she kind of has both sides in her in uh, the character she plays in Guardians. Um, I, I just go with a redhead actress, to be honest, and she fit through both. So. <laughs> I'll say this. I love Karen Gillan, but I will, in, until she does another big role, all I can think of is that one scene in the first Avengers where she walks away and it's, I, I, she says something, she has some line and she like stomps away and just the acting is so bad on that one yeah. particular scene. That's all I that can think of. That line stuck with me too, but I, I don't want to hold it against her. I feel like they just cut it weird somehow. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I don't think it was her fault. It's, it's, no. it's, yeah, I've never seen something that weird, I, don't, I think, that flipped through editing. Yeah. I don't blame her for that, but I know exactly what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, exactly. Right? It, it, it scarred me for a while. So who going? What does she say? Anyway. I like Elizabeth Olsen. Uh, well, I like Emilia Clark. I like Emilia Clark. There you go, Emilia Clark. <laughs> you're just trying to be nice? No, Jake will I take just, the point. I, I just think it was better. It was a good choice. Uh, Professor X. So I had my troll choice of Bruce Willis. And Obviously. it's only a pseudo troll because he could do it. I don't think he could stay in a wheelchair that long. <laughs> did you, did you see like him he in... He wants to be in a wheelchair that long. <laughs> yeah. I think they'd have a problem getting him out of the wheelchair. Like, we're done shooting, <laughs> Mr. Willis. Uh, just, just want me to my trailer. <laughs> we're good. We're good um, here. I actually put Joquan Phoenix. Oh, interesting. I think here's here's my biggest. Uh, what he shave his for, head for picking Joaquin is he's just the right amount of crazy. Yeah. Like the dude is kind of crazy. But just a little bit. So Enough that he I, should be chair bound. You know, again, I like I, I, to I, see. I, go ahead. I was going to say, I, I'd be interested to see that take on Professor X. I don't think of Professor X as crazy in any way, shape, or form. No. No. It's the definition of cool and collected. Right. I, I By crazy, I don't think his Professor X would be crazy, but I think Joaquin Phoenix is crazy enough to do whatever role because he'll he'll try and become that character. And I, I would right. get he, a different yeah. Professor X than we're used to. Sure, but but I think he would wholeheartedly commit himself to being a Professor X. Yeah, all right. How about I mean, that? I'd certainly be interested to see it. Yeah, yeah. I'd watch him try out for it. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> I had something. Uh, so this whole, I think all of these, I kind of had in my head like an age that we haven't seen. We've seen like pretty young. Mm-hmm. Professor X, and we've seen old... Or for all these characters, actually. So I kind of picked, like, the, the in-between years. Yeah. Uh, so I picked Jude Law. Dude! Uh, ha! Same! <laughs> oh, my God. Ah, interesting. Yes. Yep. Love it. Uh, yeah, I'm thinking uh, he's got, like, some of the... He could do the cocky smoothness yes. of of James McAvoy's, but with with a little bit more... Uh, well, gravitas. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I like, love he, it. He, he knows what, who he is now. Love it. In Jude Law wins. Good job. <laughs> I'm just always trying to go first before Ben now. 
Well, who's your uh, Magneto? Yeah, I just, no, just kicked that in. I'm super pissed because I thought my Jude Law pick was outside the Marvel Universe, but apparently he's in Captain Marvel. Yep. So. Whoops. Damn it, Marvel. He'll be fine. Yeah, I like it's hard a lot. to pick people I, that aren't in Marvel anymore. Anymore, I think he's yeah. a one-off. I, I, I'm guessing he's a bad guy. I don't know. He's got to be. I, re- I really like Jude Law as a pick, too. I had like three or four people picked out, but then Jude Law just stood out. And I was like, yeah, this is it. I like that a lot. Uh, Magneto. I have two picks. One is an always villain and one is uh, never a villain. Ooh-hoo. So my That's always here. a villain, Ralph Fiennes. Uh, Voldemort in Bruges, that guy. My oh, never okay. villain. Yeah. My never villain, Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig seems to me like a younger Ian McKellen as far as like his acting ability and his like look and style. So either one of those I think would be able to pull it off really well. Especially alongside Jude Law's Professor scary. X. Yeah. I like the Ralph Fiennes pick better, but in Bruges... He, he fits a villain so well. He fits yeah, a villain so well. In, in Bruges is probably... I, I may call it my favorite movie. It is my favorite movie. I thought you were saying it was Jake's favorite movie. It's everyone's favorite movie. <laughs> it's objectively movie, the yes. best movie of all time. But, but when he hard, slams it's hard, the... It's hard to take my word for it because I have fifth element in my top three. You know, everyone has their flaws. <laughs> I don't floss as often as I should. Uh, Jake, who'd you put? So, I put Vigo Mortensen. Hmm. Fat Vigo. I... I don't see the look of it, but mostly I want to see more Viggo Mortensen, and mm. I think he could do it because he has that. Um, it, I don't know, like when I think of Magneto, he has that because you know he's a villain, but he's also a very charismatic leader. Sure. And yeah. and I think I think Vigo pulls that off really well. He can rally the troops. Yeah. Exactly. Like, you know, because when, when Magneto's up there giving his speeches, you're almost like, man, I hate the humans. You're about to join the mutant side. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I could see that. I'm picturing uh, even, even like, the there are moments of, like, camaraderie between him and, and Professor X. Yeah. That I can just, like, see, see uh, Aragorn giving the half smile. For sure. Uh, yeah, just, exactly. Like, you loving Magneto. For sure. Yeah. Right, Nate. You got. Uh, so I just totally gave up on non-Marvel <laughs> and picked uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. Mm. Uh, no, you guys have like made me a poor man's me. Michael I... Fassbender. No, no, <laughs> absolutely no. not. They're Take different. It back. No, Frank is amazing. But uh, yeah, I like him. Uh, He'd be better, Professor X. I feel like. No, I thought about it, and I don't like that at all. I don't okay. like him as anyone in the Marvel Universe that I can think of. Maybe Cyclops? You don't like him as Doctor Strange? <laughs> no, sorry, sorry. I meant anyone X-Men. in the X- Yeah. Fair, yeah. fair. I, I, I like, honestly, I like your guys' picks more. Yeah. But I, I like him as someone, I, he hasn't, he's had a lot of roles where he's arrogant, but you still like him. Sure. Which yep. I feel like is a big part of Magneto's character. Yep, agreed. Uh, He'd be lacking a little bit in the, I guess, gravity. Like, I haven't seen him play something with as much gravity as Magneto's background has. Yeah. But I... Oh, well, he was the imitation he game. Do it. He did the imitation game. 
That's true. Yeah, he pulled it like, off. The two haven't been melded. Sure. Like Magneto is confident, but also like burdened. Yeah. Uh, you know, in in the imitation game, he's inspiring, but like the the bad parts are just kind of pathetic. You feel for him. You like right. feel bad for him. Right. You don't feel bad for Magneto. Hmm. You just like acknowledge that he is. I mean, there was a whole Holocaust thing, got, so you might feel bad for him at some point. <laughs> but he. He's <laughs> he has put himself past redemption. Yes, yes, yes. You're true. You're right. Fair. All right. Uh, <clears throat> I vote for Ralph Fiennes. I agree. I like Vigo. Yeah, but I guess I'm outvoted. Wait, have you seen Vigo uh, lately? Uh, <laughs> I should have voted last. I don't want. Got him. Uh, did you guys? Did you guys get any other one-off X-Men characters? No, no because- it's not my job. Perfect. Oh, I didn't want to open the can of worms. Yeah, that's a good choice. No, I did think about it, and like everyone, I mean, granted, they they have been recast, but they have to be recast, right? But like all the rest of the Marvel, they've been recast so recently. I feel weird uh, recasting like all all of the uh, the team. Yep. So I didn't I didn't want to like come up with better alternatives to what we already had kind of sure because no, yeah fair. we almost because we almost haven't seen who we have now really yeah, yeah i yeah. i, I want to see the young the, that young team uh with obviously out of necessity a new professor x and magneto and Wolverine. sure, sure. that's it yeah because yeah, i i actually had some of these people switched around at first because that's something you have to take into account is their ages because you should have mm-hmm. professor x and magneto be like a generation above Wolverine and Jean Grey. And then, you know, sure. so you have to think about, okay, what what age of X-Men are you going for? Right. Wolverine, you can put in wherever you want. Yeah, he's he's ageless. He's like Dracula. The, the timeless choice. Timeless. So, uh, next episode, what are we going to talk about? I have three movies picked out. You can choose from. Let's hear it. Bo- Bohemian Rhapsody. Maybe. Alita. I don't know what Battle that Angel? is. Uh, it's a the weird-eyed looking I've girl. Heard, Jake, a possibly one of the best anime live-action adaptations. Yep. Interesting. And eighth grade. I'm more interested in Alita because it's coming out. Like I want to, I want to see something new. Sure, it's in IMAX too. So enjoy that. Yeah. So Alita. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to like quickly find if there's any other movies coming out that I want to see. I mean, Captain Marvel comes out the Friday before our next episode, so I'm sure we'll be talking about that at some point. Yeah, we can save that for another episode. I don't yeah. know if I want to go opening night. No. But... So Alita when Battle does it Angel? come out? Uh, two Fridays. Because the first thing I'm seeing here is Alita Battle Angel banks on foreign audiences to save it from box office disaster. Yep, that's one. That's it. Uh, oh, it's I'm James sold. Cameron. Okay, hold on. It's James Cameron. And Robert Rodriguez. Yes. All right, there you go. We're in. Elite it is. It's doing well on Rotten Tomatoes. It's probably just not... Uh, I bet that article's getting at, like... It's it's not, like, a typical popcorn, satisfy right. everyone movie. It is a it is a hard anime adaptation. Yeah. It looks weird. Watch yeah. a trailer. Yep. It's a little off-putting. I'll do We're that. I get it. But gonna, from people who have seen the anime, that are big fans, they were incredibly pumped about this movie. Good. And they told me just to go watch it, even if I haven't seen it. Well, that'll be us in two weeks. 
Thanks again for joining us in Roman Cinema. We'll see you next week.